Hear ye, hear ye, and welcome to the Royal Geek Podcast, your one-stop shop for all things geek culture. We cover movies, TV shows, and everything else in between. I am your host, Tyler Rollison, also known as T-Roll, and I have and I am once again joined by my good friends Justin Sandoval, a.k.a. Sandy, and of course the one and only Anthony Amato. We like to call him Shimato. Guys, how are we doing tonight? Fantastic, man. I'm here. Uh, we're about to record this podcast. Uh, doing great, man. Yeah, doing well, doing well. You know, it was a long first week for me for uh, my new job, but you oh, know, I forgot it went about well. that. Yeah, went well. yeah. So new jobs, good. You haven't been fired yet. That's a good. W- that's a good first week. Not yet. Are you working from home? I imagine you are. With I am. COVID. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. It's completely new experience. Yeah. It's Really weird. You don't even have to put on real pants. How about uh, that? Half the time I don't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't blame you. Dude, yeah, I mean, where you were pre- previously working, you've been there for, what, 15 years or something? Yeah, 11. 11, yeah. okay, same so, thing. Yeah, yeah, a while. Just round up, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I mean, I was pretty close for having no idea yeah. and completely shooting in the dark. I thought that was a pretty good guess. So, uh, well, hey, congrats on that, man. That's that's yeah, actually really you. awesome. So, working for a good company there. Uh Sandy, anything new in your life? Anything exciting? Uh, no, I mean, it's it was a rough week this week, but uh, we're, we're pushing through uh, and getting back to it. That's well, you, all good. You had a whole, like, vacation up until this past week, right? So first week this back, is your yeah. first week back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's that's usually when you start questioning life right there. Yeah, man, life's, <laughs> life's hard, right? It, it can be, brother. It can be. So uh, anyways, for myself, nothing, nothing too crazy. Still looking for a home. So I'm homeless right now. Not really. No, we're just looking to we're looking to buy a home soon. Yeah. How's the cardboard box? Yeah, it's it's good. It's good. It's um it's tough when it rains, but Oh, I'm sure. Man, we're just going down a crazy rabbit hole to start this podcast. Let's just get into some news and just get back on track. <laughs> yeah, man, let's do it. Dive in. Um so Justin, you have some actually, you know what? Let me go first cuz yours is probably a little cooler. I don't know. I'll, I'll go first. I'll go first. Debatable. We'll see. I saw on Twitter that uh, did you guys ever watch the G4 channel? Absolutely. G4, G4 TV. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So uh, they had a classic show. I mean, just a classic called X Play. Great show. Great show, man. I mean, literally, like back in the day. When I say back in the day, I mean like mid. You know, like anywhere from like 2007 until I think it's the, the channel shut down in 2014. I used to love watching X Play. And they just did like commentary and reviews on video games. Yeah, current games, yeah. Uh, yeah. retro games. Like, yeah, they dive deep. It was they pretty, did. It was awesome. the, the reviews were so good. Yeah, yeah. Um, very in depth. Very in depth. With some comedy, they had a lot of comedy. It was yeah, fun- they were, it was yeah, they're good yeah. at that too. It was funnier yeah. than uh, it should have been, probably. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, their commentary was very good, and yeah. So the sh- the actual channel, which I think again is, I guess owned or and or operated by IGN. I think it was directly connected to IGN. Uh, They're going to bring that channel back, G4 TV, starting in 2021. So, return of X-Play. That is really cool. Yeah, I'm excited for that. And I don't don't play video games as much as I used to when I was watching X-Play a lot, but it's just going to feel, it's just going to feel cool, nostalgic almost, to be able to watch that show again. Yeah, it'll be fun to actually be able to potentially watch it because, you know, growing up, I was, I mean, during that time period, I was not able to, you know, get my hands on a lot of that content. So it'll be fun to actually potentially be able to watch it, you yeah. know, at a, on a regular basis, potentially. My dad had DirecTV, so, and I didn't live with him, but anytime I went to his house, he had, like, so many more channels. Yeah. So I got to watch all that kind of stuff, which was great, so... Uh, I wonder what their uh, first uh, game review or game dive yeah, on that's play a is going to be in 2021. Hmm. I wonder, yeah, I wonder what the the big game is going to be, dude. I hope Grand Theft Auto Five, the DLC, still yeah. still current. Yeah, <laughs> right. That thing came out like like six, six seven years ago. It's still relevant. Yeah, it's still relevant. a long time ago. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, yeah, we'll have to remember that. And when that channel launches up in the first episode of X Play comes on, we should we should watch it and see. Um Justin, you had some cool news for us today. Yeah, so this uh this past week here it was uh San Diego Comic Con, virtual style. Ooh. Yeah, so yep. uh a lot of information came out. Um I obviously didn't I don't know, I, I feel like it wasn't as big as it usually is, obviously, because it's being virtual, but yeah. Uh I feel like the news wasn't as good either. Um it was ma- mainly based on I don't know. There's a lot of collectibles and a lot of like cool panels as far as like TV shows and like comic uh, strip panels and stuff like that. But one of the the interesting ones I found was uh, they released a 
uh, new final trailer for the New Mutants. Yes, yeah. that New Mutants. I'm talking about the one that was the actual s- film. Yes, that was supposed to come out in 2018, uh, <laughs> and here we are in 2020, uh, still waiting for the release. But anyway, uh, they released the the first opening four four minutes of the movie, and then they added on uh, just a little back part of the trailer from the previ- previous footage they already released. Uh, I mean, it looks pretty. I don't know. I feel like from the when I fir- the fir- trailer first came out, uh, I feel like it's gotten a lot better. I feel like yeah, uh, either Disney got their hands on it and started tweaking some things, but it, the feel, the tone, everything about the movie, it feels like it could potentially be good. I mean, it's a it's technically a Disney property now. Yes, yes. technically yes. But the studios that did all the work were under Fox direction. Yes, correct. So this is, is going to be interesting. Yeah, I know. But the one thing I really liked about the the final trailer uh, is that the at very end of the trailer it said uh, like coming to theaters in it said like April third, uh, April third, twenty eighteen, and then a slash goes through it, and then it goes uh, April twenty nineteen, and then a slash goes through it, and then it said uh, October twenty nineteen, and then a slash goes through it, <laughs> and it says like February twenty twenty, and a slash goes through it, and then finally. It says August uh, August twenty eighth, uh, twenty twenty, and then at the very bottom it says fingers crossed. But then yeah. all all around it, all you see is like comments that have been posted online, like oh, just popping up everywhere. Like <laughs> oh, this is this is uh, never coming out. Oh, I'm glad my grandkids will have something to look forward to, to a, a new release in the, in the future. <laughs> like, but it's just all those comments. Man. Did it look like like an honest trailer? Like, yeah, almost exactly. Right, yeah, right, exactly like that. All the comments popping up. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I did. I thought that was. Really, really interesting, and in, uh, how they can play, make fun of themselves like that. But uh, my question for you guys here is: Do you do you want New Mutants to come out in theaters, or you just want them to drop it on Disney Plus now? I think if they have it, I think they could get a huge, huge market for if they were to drop it like right now. Because I mean, is, is there anything currently on the horizon? Disney Plus doesn't have anything that they're going to drop like immediately, right? No, but they have been doing a push this last week and last week, uh, this past week and the week before that. They've released, uh, started releasing the X Men movies on Disney yep. Plus. So like Days that. of Future Past, yeah. Apocalypse, uh, yeah. So they're they're starting to drop those movies on there. So uh, I feel like they're trying to toy with us here and be like, okay, the mutants are here, and boom, new mutants release. Hmm. That that would be interesting if they're like August twenty. 20- was it twenty eighth? Yeah, I think it was August twenty eighth. Um, they're like August twenty eighth, and they're like boom in the- It says in theaters, and then it says and Disney Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah, and it just like drops it in theaters. Actually, we meant your living room. <laughs> yes, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I think you know we've talked about some other films like Tenant. You know how it has not come out yet, and they've been pushing it back a lot. We have actually talked about that a lot. It seems yeah. like because um, we're obviously excited about it and that's the kind of film that me as a fan i'm like i really want to wait even the same for black widow i really want to wait to see that in theaters you well, know especially a christopher nolan movie i want to watch that in theaters yeah. just like his his ability to play with imax and different things like that and the sound um yeah he is a master of it. like there, there are some movies that like seeing it in a true movie theater is not a hundred percent necessary, but like there are certain movies like Tenet is a is going to be a complete audio visual, uh, just a visceral experience when you actually go to see it. Compared to my point being New Mutants, where I'm like, yeah, I mean, I feel like there's some movies that I really want to wait for. I, I I think they should wait, and I would rather spend the money to see it in theaters. But something like New Mutants, like. I'd rather just that release on Disney Plus, and even if we got to pay a little bit of money, like the three of us, to watch it together, right? Yeah, like I'd rather do that, like a like a premium premium Disney yeah, Plus. Yeah, I mean like they that. they would they should do that if like they shouldn't release any movies for free. I don't think they would, but I mean, especially because you know these kind of movies are going to make a lot of money. Yeah. In, yeah, in theaters, but at the same time, you don't really know that. Like, I'm still going to go to a movie theater. Yeah, you know, I'll yeah. wear a mask. I will sit away from people, but like, there's probably a lot of people who won't, and understandably so. So, yeah. there's really no guarantees anymore about you know making sure you release this film. It sounds like we need to have a whole another philosophical podcast on this topic. <laughs> yeah, it seems that way. But uh, I mean, if if Disney Plus doesn't drop New Mutants, they need to at least give us something new or fun. Like maybe Mulan, dude. Just drop Mulan. Yeah, yeah that's a great yeah. example. Ooh. Mulan is a Mulan's another one that like. I bet, I bet that's gonna be so awesome in yeah. theaters. It, the trailer, yeah. and again, this is this is the the downfall of a trailer, right? But the trailers made it look so amazing. 
Yeah, and I, I'm sure it will be. Yeah, but. I definitely loved. Uh, like, I love the original Mulan, and I, I like that they were going in a, in a different direction. It seemed in this for this version. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Hopefully, we get some new content like that on Disney Plus. Um, you know, we have been in somewhat of a dry spell when it comes to new content. We've done a few reviews on some new things, like when Space Force came out. And then Palm Springs we did just last week. Uh, we actually do get to do a review of some new content of a movie that came out, I think, the exact same day as Palm Springs, actually. So it's been out, I guess, now for two weeks. But, yeah. Um, so on Netflix, there's a Netflix original film called The Old Guard, which we are about to do a review of right now. Um, so, yeah. I guess. Yeah, let's can, dive you in, guys okay Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's rock and roll, man. All let's right. rock and roll. So this uh, this is a good film. Um, we, uh, If you have Netflix, you can watch it. Um, a little bit of the background. It is based off of a graphic novel, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you guys know much about this particular franchise? Nothing at all. Okay, good. Yeah, no, nothing here either. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. No worries. Um, on, on IMDb. This is kind of the description for the film before we get into our review of it. It says, A covert team of immortal mercenaries... I'm interested already. Uh, a covert team of immortal mercenaries are suddenly exposed and must now fight to keep their identity a secret, just as an unexpected new member is discovered. Okay. Um, so, starring in this film, the main star was um, Charlize Theron... Did I say that right? Theron. Theron. Is that right? Charlize Theron. Theron. Everybody butchers it, so just we'll say My whatever wife you feel. Say, what, yeah, say whatever you feel. Okay. Comfortable it's with. crazy South African I'm names. A, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get a couple of these wrong. Yeah, uh, Kiki fun. Lane, who played Niall. Uh, Matthias, man, Schoenartz. I don't even know how to say <laughs> that. <laughs> uh, and the, the, the other big actor in my mind was. Man, and I love this actor. I wish I knew how to pronounce his name. Uh, actually, Anthony, I'm going I'm to prompt you to give it a go. Uh, Chiwete Iwafor. Chiwete Iwafor. Uh, Great actor. Fantastic yeah, he actor. He played... Uh, yes. Is it Copley or Copley? I can't Cop- remember. It was Copley. Copley. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so let's do this. Uh, obviously, we're going to be talking spoilers here. So if you haven't seen The Old Guard, uh, one, go watch it. And two, uh, go watch it and come back and listen to our review. So... Uh, general thoughts. What did you guys generally think of the film? Uh, overall, I did think it was a, I mean, you can definitely tell it was a big budget Netflix movie for sure. Yes. Uh, the action in it was, was, I thought, I thought it was really good. Choreographed really well. Yeah. I felt it had some nice tight fight scenes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, There was a, there was a couple cool gunshots and stuff. Yeah. 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 (laughs) The opening scene uh, or the opening fight scene that they had was, I thought really done done very well. Yeah, there were like uh, yeah, there was some like cool like uh, almost like hallway fights that yes, they did. Yes. So those were really cool. Those are always cool to see when you see in a movie the like, the tight spaces as you're as people are fighting. It reminds me a lot of old boy. Anytime I see that kind of stuff. Oh yeah, good man. That's a good reference there. And I feel like Netflix does a really good job of the the hallway, the stairwell fight scenes. Uh, yes. Hence the uh, Daredevil. They have uh, yeah. Oh one yeah, of Daredevil the has greatest tight uh, fit uh, fight scenes that you you can see on. Streaming, yeah, it so. just re- it really Tight up, ups the intensity yeah. of yeah. the fight because it feels a lot more personal when you're, you know, when you're throwing punches and you're right up on top of each other. Yeah, great. Um, I I enjoyed it. it. I will say it wasn't the best movie in the world. It wasn't my favorite like action film, but I think this movie's like right up our alley, right? Based off yeah. of a graphic novel, yeah. Um, available on stream. That's always nice, you know. <laughs> Just be able to watch in the comfort of your own home. And I, I mean, the the premise of it was fascinating to me. I think that was my favorite yeah. part. These these four particular um, immortals, immortal mercenaries, who literally immortal adjacent. Yeah. Okay. That's the thing. So they 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 touched on that. Like they weren't technically immortal. But they live for a heck of a long time. Yeah, <laughs> which yes. we—I mean—we can dive a little deeper in that when we go to spoilers. Sure, but sure. Um, well, yeah, I, I actually, I already said spoilers. So, oh, you did. Oh, well, yeah. Hey. Well, let's rock and yeah. get with the program, bro. <laughs> uh, no, but generally, I, I, I enjoyed it. I, yeah. I really did enjoy it. Yeah. Um, I will say, uh, there, the the premise, like you said, was is a really good premise. But I feel like execution-wise, uh, I feel like it was predictable in, in a, a little, yeah. little bit because there was a few things that I called out, uh, like as the movie was progressing, and I was watching it with my wife and i was just like 
I was like, oh, this is going to happen. And she's like, what are you What are you even talking about? I said, no, trust me, this is going to happen. And then they're like, okay, cool. Like Booker? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Booker, yeah. I, I saw oh, that yeah, one yeah, yeah, yeah. too, man. Oh, I was yeah, like, that was, yeah. th- that I could definitely tell, and that's, it was, there was definitely some stuff with the Booker <laughs> yeah. that I was like, mm. Yeah, the, yeah, this is going to, oh, and then there was another thing I called, but I'll we'll wait later to talk about okay, that Okay, so before we get there, I want to yeah. hear uh, Anthony's general thoughts on the film. Um, I definitely enjoyed it. It's definitely one of those, you know, not really have to put too much of your mind into it movies. There was a lot of like, you know, like like we were saying, a lot of cool fight scenes. Um, there was a storyline driving it, but you, it wasn't, you know, super, um, you know, you know, deep in the sense yeah. of, um, you know, you didn't really have to think as you were going through it with a, with a lot of the uh, a plot line. So it wasn't yeah. like, oh, well, it wasn't like a huge mystery thriller where, you know, there's like layers upon layers and upon layers in this story. Nothing really intellectual about it. You yeah. can just sit back, turn your yeah. brain off and then just enjoy what's coming at you. Yeah. yeah. It was um, a good word. It was it was a less like it was a kind of like a less ham fisted version of like the Expendables, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Okay. <laughs> Which, by the way, I'm a huge fan of the Expendables. But um, moving on. <laughs> so let's 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 dive a little deeper into some of the characters. Okay. So uh, the main, I guess, let's just call, uh, let's just call them immortals for now. Yeah. Because that, I mean, even I am to be described them as immortal mercenaries. Um, yeah. We can talk about that kind of part of the story later on, but uh, the head—actually, they called her the boss—was yep. uh, Andy. Times, yeah. yeah, so yes. Charlize's character, Andy, which was short for Andromache, Andromachus. Yeah. I think it was what it was. She had a lot of names, yeah. obviously, because she yeah. has lived. They—they they never actually said how old she was, nope. but you could tell a well pl- over a millennium, right? Well. A- Upon further uh, research through the graphic novel, uh, okay, I, okay. I, I found that she source material. Yeah, exactly. I found that she's li- uh, over six thousand years old. Six thousand. Yeah. yeah, that's what I. Yep. That is, yeah. That's an old lady. <laughs> Man, they missed it up. <sighs> Although I did, find, I, I found it interesting with Starly Theron. She seems to uh, be making that turn that a lot of uh, actors seem to be doing at this. You know, action over star. time, yeah, they turn into like this action star. All of a sudden, you know, with her, uh, with Atomic the previous Blonde. outing, Atomic Blonde. Yes. yes, that's the movie that I was gonna. Mad was Max gonna Fury up. Road. Yes, Mad it's Max. Kind of like, kind of like uh, Megan Fox. You guys see how she's doing a uh, action movie? I didn't know. I no. should have done that as my news. We'll watch the trailer later. Yeah, it is yeah, embarrass- I, I it's embarrassing. That. But you know, like you know, like <laughs> uh, like although Keanu Reeves has done some action type stuff, like his turn Matrix, into yeah. it, um, Liam Neeson's turn into it. Even though one of the most interesting things about that is, you know, he actually turned down the role of being 007 because he did not want to get pigeonholed as an action star. <laughs> and, yeah, and then he becomes an act. Only years, years later, he yes. he, ta- uh, he does Taken and. <laughs> Boom. But that's that's taking us a little bit off the path there. But yeah, um, but yeah, she was definitely become a turn towards this acting star role. Yeah, so you can tell right from the beginning of the movie that Andy's character is just tired. Yeah, tired, you know, jaded, yes. jaded, just yeah. not feeling it anymore. So they're in Morocco at the beginning of the film. They she rendezvous with her team. It's alluded to, like you know, in that scene that they have. Uh, been apart from each other for over a year. Two, I think yeah. two years, wasn't it? At or, least at yeah. least a year. I think Nikki or yeah, I think Nikki said it's been over a year and uh they've got they have some potential work. So yeah. let's let's talk a bit, little bit about these immortals. Um they describe later when they're talking to Niall that because Niall says, Are you guys bad guys? Oh they're yeah. good guys and he's and I think Joe says or one of them says depends on the century yeah oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so essentially um these immortals which the whole team is andy booker joe and nikki um have been living for hundreds of years and in some cases thousands of yeah. years yes. yeah I, I got the sense that andy's really old booker they said was the youngest yeah he, yeah, he died uh 1812 right yeah that's when he died in 1812 yeah, yeah. um yeah it was right around he was he died with napoleon yeah, he yeah, di- died which, to fighting. He said yeah. he died fighting Napoleon for Napoleon for, for Napoleon. Napoleon. Yeah, because he's was, French. Yeah, which was in the first like decade and a half of the eighteen hundreds. Okay, and then Joe and Nikki met in the Crusades, so they're older. Yeah, they're older. Um, what fourteen hundred? Important right? to mention as well yeah. that Joe and Nikki have a are in a relationship. Yes. 
So they, um, <laughs> and it was actually kind of funny when they got captured, and uh, oh, yeah. one of the Back guards the was like, car. "What is he, your boyfriend?" And Joe's like, "You are a child." Yeah, and he goes on a whole like <laughs> tirade, yeah, yeah, <laughs> monologue, soliloquy type and, style. But even that was predictable too. I was like, "I bet when they park, those those guards can be knocked out." Yeah, and sure enough. Yeah. You know, it's like, I felt like those. Uh, anyways, all right. No, but, I did. I did kind of like when they first described them, and they were like when they first met, and he, he like, they were talking about how they killed each other multiple times, yeah. like the first time. Yeah. So like they killed each other, and then they then they you know came back alive, and then they killed each other again. I'm, I would kind of like to see how many times they actually killed each other. Yeah. Before they were just like this, just just isn't working. You know out. what's interesting though is they that their their relationship is fascinating because I mean let's see. How many hundreds of years is that? One of the things about Andy and Booker is they just felt so lonely. Right. Yeah. And yeah. they, Joe and Nikki always had each other. Right. So it's like, in a yes. sense, they had really learned how to be happy. Right. They so, yes. figured out a little piece of life. Yeah. I guess. It's yeah. really interesting. But let's, let's get back to the context of the team. So these, these mercenaries have been inter, uh, what's the word? Engaging in different wars and big events throughout yes. centuries missions quote unquote yeah right? missions yeah. and uh they i think joe said they they fight for what they believe is right yeah what they believe is right yes, mm-hmm. yes. um i feel like they emphasize that part of it yeah yeah and yeah and even later on um Co- copley uh Cop- yeah copley yeah, yeah copley <laughs> We're not the best reviewers, apparently. <laughs> like, uh, like I said before, accuracy is may, yeah, yeah, may yeah. not be our strong suit, but we'll geek we're out. We're here over to tell it. you. Yeah. We're here to tell you if we liked it or not. Okay? Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Copley had like this big like board. Like this dude's like a conspiracy theorist. You yes. Know? And uh, just talking about all the good things that they have done. Yeah, like they killed they killed this person, and they uh, like their great great whatever went on to become the person yeah. they saved. Their great grandfather would became on to be. To tell you the a truth, leader. I think Copley might have been the most interesting character of them all. I, th- I think it has to do with uh, Ajita Four's uh, just yes. his, the way he presents himself, the way he acts. Just yeah. Yeah. yeah, it would have been interesting to see, you know, if they had originally presented him as more of a, you know, sympathetic character um, instead of like the first half of the movie, he was kind of this driven guy who, you know, he was the, he was the evil guy, you know, in a lot of ways. He had a clear shift in this film. Yes. Yeah, you yes, could, yeah, you sure. could definitely see that. Once they handed off the reins to uh, Dudley from Harry Potter and as the, as the main, <laughs> yeah. as the main uh, villain. Merrick. <laughs> All right, we'll get to Merrick later because, <laughs> yeah, Merrick is a trip. Um, so just talking about the team, they're in Casablanca, they're, they rendezvous together, and Booker sets up a job for them with a former CIA operative, which is Copley. And which he, they've done a mission for in the past. In the and past, yes. Andy yes. is strongly against doing repeat jobs for yep. the same person. Yep. Yes, because they don't want. Uh, I mean, she's and I mean, if you think about it, she mentions it later in the film. It's nearly impossible to disappear in the world today. Yeah, you know, like I couldn't even imagine. Like yeah, if yeah. if I had that kind of superpower. Yeah. Like uh, b- back in the 1600s, you can go live somewhere and. When you're done living there, you move on somewhere else. And nobody sees you nobody ever again. Nobody ever sees yeah. you again. No, even, like, even like 100 years ago, you, move yeah. two ta- you could just move two town over and you'd be like, it'd be like a whole new life. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> so it's 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 a uh, it was a really interesting dilemma they were in. And I guess, were they strapped for cash at the beginning? Like, why did they do the... J- oh, no, no, no. It was the, the fact that it was... They, were, they thought they were going to save some school children. Yes. Right, yeah. 15 uh, kidnapped yes. or yeah, hostage. Yeah, uh, I think Nigerian In, in Sudan. No, South yes. Sudan. South, yes, Sudan. South Sudan. That's yeah. what it is, so, yes. But it was all a fix. They walk in, and they get shot down immediately. They die, all four of them. They lay yes. on the floor. They just got bullet holes all throughout their entire <laughs> yeah. body. Yep. Yeah. And then you just see the bullets start to fall, and their their wounds start to heal, very Wolverine and, style. Yeah, and everybody's yes. like turned around, like, oh, well, okay, we're done here. Yeah. We wrapped yeah. up the mission. Which, by the yeah. way, Copley like, <laughs> knowingly sacrificed those people. Oh, yeah, exactly. That's so messed yeah. up. Yeah. That's a very good point. Yeah, he sent them into <laughs> yeah, their death, pretty to much. Die. Yeah, so yeah just they were, just, they were just proof of... Uh, Proof of point, really. Yeah. yeah. So well, then uh, they get up and they start going ham on all these oh, guys. That's that's when I was like, yo. Yeah. So some of the choreograph that I like, they they're using guns, but then they also have blades and axes, yes. and yes. Uh, the the combo of using all of that was just I don't know. They, they did a smooth. really really good job. Yeah. It and was I, smooth. Unfortunately, the soundtrack they get they beat them up to was terrible, <laughs> dude. Yeah. When we were r- r- right before we hit record, we were talking a little bit about what we thought of the film, just to get an idea of if we were going to be on the same page or not in this review, <laughs> and. Uh, Justin was like, "Don't worry. There's some things I can 
critique, and I was like, yeah, like all the weird music, like <laughs> all, just a lot misplaced. of it felt forced. Yeah, yeah, like, just it wrong, showed up at the wrong time. Which yeah. that's one of the huge things I have against it is the soundtrack. But uh, I mean, it made up for it in, in the action, and mm-hmm. uh, I feel like Charlize Theron's character, she really does a good job of carrying carrying yeah. the movie. Really, yeah, yeah. And I did like uh, one of the things I liked about the fighting scenes was like they had like the. The weapons, even their weapons kind of told the story of, like, some of their lives. Like, her axe and, you know, the weapons that uh, that Joe and um, that Joe was carrying as well. They were very, like, time-specific. I believe they were – I believe what they were trying to get at is kind of, like, the time-specific to around the times they had died. For, like, the first time is when they were were pulling those swords from – is from, like, their, their lives. Yeah. Hmm. Kind of like the origins, I guess. Yeah, how, yeah. Th- that's how kind of how yeah, I was it makes you wonder how long Andy has had that particular axe. Yeah. Yes. Then she carries it around through the rest of the movie too. So man, six thousand yep. years old—that's crazy, bro. Okay. Yeah. Um. So all this happens. You know, they're they're upset about the job. They realize that they've been set up. Now they're really concerned because they saw the cameras in the room. They know that they've been recorded. They've been outed. There's yeah. evidence. They, yes. They're exposed. They're endangered now. And all at the same time in Afghanistan, this is the the whole dilemma of the film. There, there's a new immortal. There's another person who is uh, able to heal really quickly, and it is Nile, who is a marine. Yep. She gets cut in her throat. Gets cut by a uh, an enemy, and she dies. And then she's in the uh, the med the med tent. And she didn't die. She's she didn't back. die. She's nope. back. Yeah. yeah. And, and Everybody her, looks at her like she's a ghost. Yeah. 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 So you, yeah, it is. It's a really sad, like yeah. seeing the way that her comrades treat her. Yeah. Instead here, of being like, I can't believe you're alive. It's like, yeah, like thank goodness, like type of deal. Yeah. yeah. I saw I you die. Can't believe you're yeah. alive. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. then, okay. But then I think this premise here. I don't know. I feel like it was a little too con- convenient. Um, where they're. The immortals, the mortal crew, they they have dreams of the new person. They and dream then, about each other. And yeah, then, yeah. And the Nile has a dream about them, and so the the, the Charlie's there is like she wakes up. Oh, there's another one. We got to go find her. She's in danger too now, or whatever. And so then that drives the plot along there. And so yeah. Charlize goes to get the uh, Nile while everybody else goes to try to find Copley uh, because he Copley betrayed them, and they need to get yep. uh, all their information back, the right. intel back. Yeah. Right. So they're trying to they're trying to cross Copley off. All at the same time, rescuing Nile. Andy conveniently shows up in the exact spot in the uh, tent in the in the compound, <laughs> yeah, the and, military compound, yep. not undercover, not wearing, you know, like army gear. Yeah, just nope. Tank top and walks in there and yeah. knocks out two uh, marines. Yeah, and yes. uh, uh, throws her in the back of a trunk and drives off. Yeah, yep, <laughs> just drives off at all. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, and I mean, I guess there's some things that you just got to kind of rush through. Yeah, um, which uh, the scene to follow when they're on the airplane uh, with the, the Russian flying the plane, I yeah. thought was a, was v- done very well. That oh, yeah, really yeah. Good so, scene. That was one of the first, like, good tight fight scenes. Yes, they were on the, like a, what was it, a cargo plane? Yeah, right? yeah. like a C-130 or yeah. something like that. And uh, so <laughs> Niles, like, breaks out and, like, holds uh, her at gunpoint because she takes the Russian's gun, who's the pilot. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> Charlize Theron, in Russian, Tells the driver play uh, that play dead, and then yes. uh, tricks her, tricks Nile, and then they get into this awesome fight scene. And like, who's gonna fly the plane? Who's gonna fly the plane? And then the Russian wakes up and he's just yeah. flying the plane. That, that was an awesome that, part. Yeah, and that, and it's really cool how at the end of the movie with Merrick about to kill uh, Andy, Andy says to Nile. Do you think he speaks Russian? And, <laughs> and like that was such a it was such a good cool callback. Sur- yeah, Very great good callback. callback. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, which we will get to that in a minute. Let's actually talk about the characters. Okay. So um, of the five immortals that are in the present time, we saw two other flashbacks of two other immortals. Correct. Um, yeah, like earlier in, like earlier in their stories. But of, of the five in the, in the present time, um, you had Andy, Booker, Joe, Nikki, and then Niall. We already talked about Andy. I think everyone thought she did a really good job. Yeah, I, yeah. I really yeah. loved her character. I actually really liked Joe and Nikki as well. Yes, um, I thought they brought a lot. The they more they humanize the characters a little they more. They really yeah. humanize them. Yes, that is yes. a great point. Um, you you got a sense of passion. You got a sense of care. Yeah, you got a sense of love. Obviously, yeah. um, they were they, they were a great counter to what like Andy it seemed the, like the Andy gloom and, and doom Booker of, uh, Andy were going and through. Yeah. Yes, uh, because they were. Uh, 
because you know there's lots of ways to look at this whole like immortal type of you know life and for like joe and nikki it was a celebration because they always got to be with this person that they the, the person who they knew was their soulmate and they got to like it, when they got to wake up in the morning it was it was like day one again for them you know yeah. it was it was a celebration of everything that they were together yeah and then I think for the last two, so I'd love to have a discussion with you guys about what you thought of both Booker and Niall. I've got some thoughts. Yeah. Uh, Booker's character, uh, again, it, it to me it seemed pretty obvious. To me it seemed obvious at the uh, the church. Like oh, I, yeah. I didn't necessarily know earlier on that maybe Booker set them up. But at the church it was like, okay, these people have never been exposed. How did they just show up at the church? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then later on, of course, when they find an address in London for Copley, um, it just seems sketch. And then, you know, Niall figures out that there was no bullets in the gun. Like, so it it was really obvious that. Yeah, it was uh, was really obvious that um, something had happened and. Booker sold him out. Why did they leave? For one thing, why did they leave Book behind? You know, why was he? I was just it was just kind of like, oh, well, he just so happened to be mutilated so bad that he's healed really slow. Yeah. Yeah. But then, the, then his motives are revealed. Like, uh, if I mean, their immortal lifestyle, they they don't want to live anymore. Like, he wants to find a way to just live and then die. Yeah. And uh, yes, that's what they kind of hinted to with Charlize's character, where mm-hmm. she was like, I, she was kind of just fed up with this whole immortal lifestyle type of deal. They they hinted at it a few times for sure. Yeah, yeah. I and mean, I, like I, I did I did sympathize with him after he, a little bit about that. I understand that and his idea son of, when he talked about his son yeah, dying and his of son cancer and everything like that. Although yeah. I did kind of feel like you know. He was being kind of a pain, considering the fact that the other three that were with him at the time were. It, it, it was literally like he was a toddler well, he, complaining about how tough his life was in comparison to the other three who were all older and have been through a lot more. Yes, because yeah. because legitimately the youngest of the the next youngest were minimum four hundred years young, older than him. Yeah. yeah, right. You know, and then Andy was. Apparently, much older. Yeah, <laughs> older. They, never really, they never really said, but um, obviously, I yeah. did a little digging. So. Yeah. significantly older than e- even you know them. So it kind of felt like it was. I don't know if like a toddler, like teenage rebellion in a lot yeah. of ways is kind of how I saw Book's character. Um, I, you know, I guess for yeah. me, I can't tell if I didn't like his like his performance, like the actor's performance, or if I just didn't like the character. Like I'm having a hard time. Yeah. Like, in my mind, like, did I just, like, honestly, was I uh, just upset because I thought he did something really stupid and selfish? Honestly, I think it was a combination of both. Yeah. With you. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, as far as Niall's character. Yeah, let's uh, talk like, about Niall. I feel like her, the, her main purpose, I mean, I thought she was a good actor. Um, yeah. But I feel like her main purpose was to kind of, like, reignite the the meaning of life for them. Yes. I, uh, and sometimes that played a little too hard on that. Like, uh, yeah. like the, I want to go be able to see my family. I want I don't care if they, they uh, don't see me age. I want to still be there and be a part of their lives. Like that mentality yeah. compared to what Booker said, where he's like, "No, abandon everybody because you're just gonna you're just gonna see every, each and every single one of your loved ones die, and you're not right. you're not even gonna uh, age just to to see it." So, uh, the one scene I did not like with her is when she shot herself in the foot just to show Copley that she was an immortal. <laughs> I was like, "What? Like, what is going on? Like, that why is did ridiculous. she have to, Yeah, like, why did she have to prove to him?" Like I, I could see if he was like she was like oh, I'm an immortal woman and she was and he was like oh no I don't believe you or something like that and then she had done something but like I mean she could have cut her hand or something but like she but shot like her the, foot but like the immediate like <laughs> yeah. not even like trying to convince him because this guy you could obviously tell he was like he was in on this like in the sense of like he understood mm-hmm. what the, the, these were immortals like he, he he wasn't skeptical of their existence he a hundred percent believed in their existence so right. I could have very you know thought like oh you're an immortal there's a new one oh well okay and just kind of gone <laughs> with it uh i don't think he would have needed a whole lot of pushing to believe that yeah right yeah. yeah i i just felt like and and i get that the the whole point of nile is youth like she is literally super young you know like she mm-hmm. yeah she just died originally like <laughs> just yeah. there you know like that was her first death scene as a immortal in this film so she's very young but I guess I just I, I didn't really enjoy the performance. I don't know. I guess I'm, I might be a little too picky, but I I didn't really particularly care for Niles' character and her story too much. I thought like yeah. 
it was really cool when she came and saved the day, you know, in right. the, in the Merrick Tower or whatever. Um, but yeah, I just I think she was supposed to be what the audience related to. Um, yeah, but I, I like I said, I feel like they dug a little too hard into the the play on uh, humanity, like re reinventing life for the immortals. I think they played a little too hard on that, but. I mean, I don't think she did anything wrong as far as her acting, but I yeah, think yeah, the, the yeah. character yeah. that they were trying to develop. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think, think she was three-dimensional enough. Like, if she was she, – she, I understand that she was supposed to be us and how we were reacting to it, but I feel like she just was a very two-dimensional character. Like, that was her entire drive was to her, – her, 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 she wasn't a character. She was just plots. You know, is kind of how she felt. She was, she is what the um, what the viewer is supposed to see. She is to show them what um, she is to show them what is everything. She wasn't her own thing. She was this series of plots that were. She wasn't a real character in a yeah. lot of ways. Hmm. Right, and then uh, they add another little twist here with the uh, uh, Charlize's character. Uh, she gets shot or stabbed, and uh, no, she gets stabbed in the back. Yeah, and it, yes. do- and it doesn't heal. No, mm. and this is the the reveal that Getting like, some Logan vibes here. Yeah, right when yeah, this happened. Yeah, it's, she uh, she stops healing. Yes, and uh, we later they they reveal that they had another member in the past. Yes. Uh, who just didn't stop healing and he actually died. So, like, there's a time yes, limit on right. their immortality, but they don't know when it's going to come up. Yeah. So, so that was a little uh, interesting play on the immortal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which kind of made me think of it, like, as almost, um, like, if you were playing, like, Smash and you had turned up, <laughs> like, the lives to, like, 300 and then you just went at it. That's kind of how I thought of it. It is. Except for the fact that you couldn't see, like, for your for their character, you couldn't see. Like where they were on damage, you never knew when your time was up. You you just kept on expecting them to come back, but you they knew that there was a time where it wouldn't they wouldn't come back, but they never knew when that would be. Was kind of how I thought of it. I feel like if they were living with the I like knowing that there's a time limit on their thing, they definitely were a little too careless with some of the kills they took. Yeah, that see, and that's what I felt like was so like weird about it Mm -hmm. was because. Andy 100% knew that there was a time limit on them. Like, she had gone through this person passing away, and I'm sure she had, you know, um, t- you know, told Booker and Joe and Nikki about that. And that's one of the reasons why, like, the first scene was so weird uh, after they had started explaining it. And it's like, well, then why did you take that easy kill like that? Right. Um, and it's the same thing even, like, with – um, with Niles when she first comes to get them and she just lets herself just get destroyed in the hallway by <laughs> by the security team. Right. Um, and it's just like oh, some of the – at some point they seem to understand that and at other points they just com- – They when, forget when the, that When it was the action a, yeah. started, it was like it, – it's sort of like how sometimes action scenes physics stops to <laughs> exist. It, it took a backseat. Everything took a backseat. Yes, it, or physics takes a uh, backseat to everything. Mm-hmm. That, their knowledge of those that situation seemed to take a backseat any time they got in a fight yeah. scene. Yeah, like the final fight scene, they're all they're all walking through the tower, and everybody's being used as a shield to protect Andy. Yeah. Andy, yes. and uh, like, but they know that their time limit is like coming. They don't know when. Yes. But they're all, here. They are taking these random yeah. shots. Just yeah. Well, because. that one I understood a little bit more because you know hers exactly. is like That's right. right at the door. Yeah. Well, um, true, but the fact is that they they're not they're so reckless with their their lives, which is on a clock. Yeah. Yes, and like yeah, just sometimes they seem like to understand that, and sometimes they didn't. Like when a couple of times when Joe and Nikki would come to each other, and you'd see like so much concern because like for a second they'd be like, "Is he actually going to wake up?" Like, oh yeah, that, or yeah. like that yeah. time that that uh, Nick was it? Nick took a shot through, through the, the mouth of the head. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah, that was and like he came over yeah. like you're like oh for a second, and you can even see his relief of like oh my god thank god he's back. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so like at that moment it was like oh yeah they are aware of the fact that this could happen, but then there were other times where it was just like, just like totally reckless. <laughs> yeah, like let me jump off this building. Yes, like that was <laughs> yeah. well to tell you the truth in that scene I was really hoping, and I have a very like dark like theories when I think of switches and things like that when it comes to I I generally end up with a character dying like for real Um, I really thought that that would be how Charlie Theron's character would go out Hmm. I felt like instead of like as soon as I saw the window open I was like oh 
somebody's going out this window. And I thought what was going to happen when it played out was Charlize Theron was going to bear hug Merrick, and they were going to go out, and they'd both be gone. And, like, her final sacrifice was, you know, bit to her, eliminate this her threat. Her yeah. final life was doing something that she knew was good, and she knew that would have long-lasting good. Because that was one thing that she struggled with her through her entire existence is understanding the good that she was actually doing in the world and not being able to see the good that she was doing in the world. Yeah, because she did um, drop the, the line earlier in the movie where, like, everything just keeps getting worse in the world. Yes. And uh, she, yeah, so playing onto the... The doing something that is good and lasting. Yes. Uh, that would finally reveal that. that yeah. That's, a, that's yeah. a good point you bring yeah. up there. Yeah, so, like, I felt like that would have been a really, like, poignant way to, mm-hmm. like, you know, and just kind of Niles just kind of took her place on the team after that. And, you know, they had this new revitalized feel about it and, you know, everything that was going on. I just really thought it had been a really, like, powerful statement for her to give up her final life taking out this evil person. Yeah, yeah, but they got a franchise to build here, boys. So. They do. <laughs> yes, they do. Which, uh, in light well, of that, can, can we talk about the like the most disturbing yes, scene of absolutely, the entire movie? Absolutely. So, because uh, we haven't talked about Quinn yet. Yes. At all. Lead, oh, yes. lead this up, T Roll. Okay. Tee it up. So we we learn through Nile having a dream. Um, she wakes up on her first night at the church with the rest of the team. She wakes up in the middle of the night with a, having a really bad dream, and it's a dream that everyone's had. It's a dream that everyone on the team has seen and it's a story that everyone's familiar with and Niall is about to learn it's about another immortal that for a little while I was like oh it just she died mm-hmm. then I'm listening more to what happens in this story and I'm like oh my gosh she's not dead yeah. nope so Quinn who is um which is way worse exactly yeah I think so so Andy's uh friend slash maybe they, they hinted that they were partners or Yeah, lovers, they yeah. hinted that they were partners maybe. But, but again, like when you are alone. Yeah. Yeah. It was just them two for the longest time <laughs> yeah. before Joe and Nikki came along. But yeah. yeah. So they were um, – so this was back in uh, – did they say the year? <sighs> no, I don't, I don't remember. A really long time ago. Yeah. They were accused of being witches, which again – they actually showed them hanging. They showed them burning. burning yes. They were just surviving. And they're just yeah. surviving everything. So they're they're locked up in a in a little prison, and then they come and they take Quinn and they put her in this awful metal coffin. Yeah. And you can see her face. It's open in the front, and they throw her overboard into the ocean. Yep. Wow. And later later on, like they show what it would be like because they described dying, drowning, and then waking up. And then yeah. dying again. Yeah, just only four, terrifying. Five yeah. hundred years is what they said. Yeah. yeah, wow. Yeah. Well, and what was like interesting about it was the playfulness that they were talking about when they were first, like when they were they had the prison scene that they were in. They're talking about like oh, like you know, this different like ways of dying, and it was kind of like very playful. Like yeah, ha- just have you like, ever burned alive before? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was it was almost like they were just like doing like a checklist and things that they were going down. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, because there's there's always this theory that goes around when people talk about being be, being immortal, but not being um, but not being impenetrable and things like that. Where at some point in your existence, the downfall of being immortal is you will get stuck somewhere, and it will yeah. like. You will. It would be. It will be terrifying. And this was it for her. And, and, she was and th- tossed in the is, ocean. Yeah, this was their. Um, this was their representation of that. Because yeah. like it, it's horrifying. You, yeah. Yeah. It's just. And it, uh, we. Yeah. She didn't know. I mean, her time limit. Like, <laughs> how many times is she going to drown over and over again before she just doesn't drown? I mean, anymore you think about like dead. how long can yeah. a person hold their breath? Oh man, you know? that's insane. You're man. talking about like forty-five seconds a minute. I mean, Maybe. yeah, yeah. Like, like, and you're talking about that for 500 years. Yeah, but she's not even able to take a breath. Like, so, like, it's like holding your breath she's without having anything. that initial, yeah, without having like, that initial. Yes, like it is. Like, yeah, she inhale. Is, it is a terrifying. Uh, uh, so many other things that are like. like uh, I literally looked over at my wife and I was like, "This is so twisted, man. This is like, like just thinking about like this is yeah crazy, yes. yeah." So. Uh, which leads to another like immortal question. So they're quote unquote immortal, right? Like yes. 
they never really talked about like you didn't see anybody lose a limb. Like what happens if they lose yeah. the limb? What happens if they get their arm cut off? Does it grow back? Do they put it back on? Like they, like these type of questions they mm-hmm. didn't really address. That would have been interesting. Yeah. Um, I'm surely somebody had to lose a finger along the centuries. Like I mean, I would. I, I feel like it grows back. I feel like with the amount of damage that happened to Booker mm-hmm. in the church scene kind of alludes a little bit to the fact that it just kind of grows back to normal. What if their head gets cut off? Is it Deadpool style where you can just carry the head around and it just uh, talks still and you just oh put it back gosh, on? That's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a, I mean, there's, I, I, I there, there's a lot that. of those questions that need to be answered. Yeah, and yeah. they never alluded to it, too. Like, no, not They at all. never said, hey, Niall, by the way, just don't get your head cut off. Right, yeah, you know? exactly. like, yeah. Like, they never said I mean, anything and, like that. And if that they was said the don't case, get captured. They right. said don't get captured. Right. But if it was the case where your head gets cut off, why didn't uh, Andy just cut her head off and be done with this immortal lifestyle? Like, uh, so yeah, yeah. Like, so there's always those kind of things. Uh, yeah, there's all kinds of like you know, you know, implications of what they're doing and what can affect it. Or like, I don't know, like, what if you don't get? I mean, what if you? I don't know. What about like head trauma, like brain trauma? Like, I mean, yeah. What if you become? How long would it take you to come back from being a vegetable? Do they even become a vegetable? Uh, yeah, do you, like well, I think you could get put to that point, but I think it's how far you can come back because it, it seemed like they took all the damage. They always say you'll be surprised what you li- what you can live through that type of deal. Yeah, but which yeah. leads to like the main villain was it Merrick? Merrick, uh, yeah, who pretty much uses them in a, as a lab rats. Yes. That's right. Keep testing experiments on them until he gets it right. Yeah, uh, like so it doesn't matter how many times even they said die. If it takes decades. Yeah, if it takes decades, they'll, they'll yes. keep dying on the on the the lab table and keep coming back and they'll try something different, yep. which is crazy. Uh, that, Sadistic. Yes, yes, yeah. that's a great word to put there, man. So. Yeah, so Merrick, played by uh, uh, Dudley from Harry Potter, which <laughs> yeah. uh, actually I thought he did really well uh, as far as like the yeah he was very like Jesse Eisenberg type villain. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't like him, but in the sense that because he did a good job, like yes. right, he did a good job, and I didn't like him because he was so smug, and I wish someone would punch him in the oh, face. Oh man, yeah, you I... know, but that's good when a character can do that. And it gets you really emotional and wanting someone to slug him in the face. It means they're doing something right. Exactly. For the character. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So he's when he was doing his TED talk, and he gets applause as he's like, you know, quiet down. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's just like the just a sadistic character, um, greedy as yeah. just crazy greedy. He kept yeah. talking about his competitors. So yeah. in one sense, he's talking about like using this to develop science that will help the world. In another sense, and this is what Copley was getting at. Mm-hmm. In another sense, Copley realized, like, no, this guy's, yes, he's doing that, but he's also really greedy. He's talking yes. about, like, you know, uh, we can't, like, when he said we can't let them go out and fall into the laps of one of my competitors. Yeah, he's doing it for financial gain is exactly. what he's doing it for. Yeah. yeah, so. Yeah, he was using the morality of helping people to kind of cover up his own greedy intentions. Yeah. That's what it came down to. Can I say that I kind of was annoyed that we did not have an axe-on-axe fight scene? Yeah. Because she yeah. had a fireman's axe in the hallway, and it was like, okay, bam, there's going to be a scene where that fireman's axe is going to go up against her axe. <laughs> yeah, it never happened. It never. But never she would have wiped him out. I mean, if, oh, yeah. if, if Keen would have had it, maybe he would have put up a fight for a little while because he was actually a pretty, oh, yeah, yeah. He was yeah. a pretty awesome character. Yes. Um, former Special Forces, I think is what yeah. they said. Yes. Um, Oh, that body, that body slam! Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, very good. Yeah, he said, "You shot Nikki." And he said, "You shouldn't have done that." I, th- I don't know. Yeah. I think that's all he said. Yeah, but... <laughs> and then he just wreck- wrecks his whole entire world. Yeah. Uh-huh. So let's let's start wrapping this up here. Um, I guess the last thing we'll say before we get into uh, the yays and nays. Um, they saved the, the d- they saved the day. Yeah, they saved the day. Oh, they, something really interesting. They they were at a bar. Yeah. And they're talking about what they're going to do with Booker. Because he betrayed them. Betrayed them. And Andy says, they will meet you back here a hundred years from today. He's excommunicated for a hundred years. years. From their group. They forgive him, but he needs to go away for a hundred years. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. So anyways, they do that and... um, Movie ends. Movie ends. And then I have a feeling there was going to be some sort of post-credit scene. post-credit scene. I didn't necessarily know what to expect, but apparently somehow, some way... Quinn yes. has gotten out of her iron coffin. Yes. Booker goes up to his uh, apartment, stumbling drunk, yep. and he opens the depressed. door. Yeah, depressed. Opens the door, and Quinn is standing there. And uh, 
coincidentally, she's drinking a glass of water. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Or vodka, one of the two. And doesn't Something. look yeah. nearly as crazy as she should, but... Yeah. yeah. And who knows what's going on in that mind. So yeah. who knows how it's going to be described, how she got out. I imagine yeah. someone found her. I can't imagine. It has yeah. to be somebody found her. Yeah. Yes. There's no way. Like, um, but, yeah, and really cool, too. Did you see how Booker's instincts, even though he was pissed drunk... Like he tried to put the key in his door, and the door just pushed open. Yeah, because he someone had breached it, so he just instantly grabs his gun, and he was like yep. ready. Like, like that was that was a cool little, mm-hmm. cool yeah, little spot there. True. But yeah, I'll, so I'll be intrigued to see. Yeah. yeah, a sequel. I did some research. They said that there's nothing for sure yet about a sequel. Like they made it to yeah. look yeah. like they're going to, and yeah. they probably will. But there's still no official news. Yeah. So. I feel like they should because I feel like uh, Quinn was kind of the most intriguing part of the movie. Like just that brief moment we got of her. Yes. And I feel like she would make a, a really good villain and, and, of like, why Andy, didn't you come for me? Well, exactly. And Andy's Andy not immortal anymore. Andy too. mentioned how she gave up. Yeah. yeah. She and did. She, and she feels regret about that. Yeah. It'd be an interesting almost like Superman, Superman 2 situation where Superman 1 was the intellectual villain and Superman 2 was the villain that could match them on the physical side. Mm, very Yeah. That'd be awesome to see play out too so i feel like the sequel could be interesting yes and when it comes out you can expect the royal geek podcast will review it so let's go into some yays and nays uh for the old guard shimato i'm gonna prompt you first yay or nay i'm gonna go with a yay fun action flick you know lots of lots of cool fight scenes and a good enough storyline to get you through justin uh, I'm going to go ahead and say yay. Uh, hopefully they put out a cut with uh, no soundtrack. That would be great. <laughs> yeah, I'd say, I say yay as well. For the most part, I really enjoyed it. Again, I don't think it was the greatest um, action film, but the premise and the story is intriguing where you really want to stick around and see what happens. And I really want to stick around and see what happens in the, in the potential sequel. So that's all we got for the old guard. Um, before we get out of here, uh, changing the topic a little bit, do you guys have any recommendations? for anybody any of our listeners of some other content you might recommend people watching well uh i went ahead and uh the trend was going around for a while now because uh, netflix just picked up the the property but uh, i went ahead and started uh re-watching uh from my childhood days uh avatar the last airbender uh, and, uh, yeah I, I really forgot how how good it is for a kid's show like there's a lot of there's a lot of storytelling in that show, and it's uh, and action scenes, and it's it's actually, I mean, Dude, I, it's, it's it's really good. And now my adult no. mind is taking this content in, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm still like right yeah. back where I was as a kid. Yeah, that is it, currently so. uh, that is currently being watched through in my house as well. Mm. There you go. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. So yeah. So uh, take a take a jump back in time and watch Avatar: The Last Airbender. So that's all I got for my recommendation. Awesome. Yeah, it's always a plus. Um. Uh, I don't really have anything, although we were talking a little bit about some underrated movies. If you guys haven't had a chance to watch any of them, like uh, uh, Lucky Number Slevin or Inside Man, two, two movies made out of some really high-end casts that, for for one reason or another, didn't get their huge recognition that I feel like they deserved. Yeah, good calls, Aaron. Good call. Good work. Okay, well, that's all we got for the Royal Geek Podcast this week. Uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Royal Geek Pod and uh, to subscribe to our podcast here on Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, once again, thank you for joining us. Uh, for my good friends Justin and Anthony, this is T Roll saying thank you and good night. And we will see you next time, you peasants. Peasants.